Welcome to the place. It's called 2022. Welcome to the place. I call it 2022. Nobody this year will have problems. Nobody this year will need solutions. It's gonna be a neutral year. Everything will be okay, but just okay. Have you ever thought about the men who work in the mines in 1705? It must not have been fun. Every day they came home with a lung full of dust. Every second day they came home with food in their bellies. That's right, they only ate twice a week. In the mines, you only got lunch twice a week. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I'm Nick Flanagan Weekly. That was my little Welcome to 22 song. Welcome to 2022. Welcome to Nick Flanagan Weekly. I am he, titular, titular host. Got that ADHD. Why do I bring that up? It's because I made a point to get some water in a cup before I started recording so I could keep my palate, my wet, wet, uh, and I'm looking at my cup and there's nothing in it, which means I, I basically walked over to the sink for nothing. That's not cool. Thank you for joining me on my first episode of the new year. I really hope you're well. Oh, it's all kinds of crazy right now, and uh, it's a bit draining, but whatever. That's fine. That's just what's going on, you know? We got the bad things. We got the tough things. I'm going to just really, really try and uh, wish that the year is chill. That's I'll put it this way, and that my needs are met. <laughs> I have simple needs. I just need a decent computer. A little love. Maybe some dumplings here and there, you know. Some nice music. A few good books. Good conversation. Hundreds and thousands of dollars. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Thousands of millions of dollars. Lots of money. Please fulfill my wishes. And if you have the same wishes, I wish them well for you. I wish your wishes well, even if they're damaging to me. But not on the level of maiming or death or disaster. But if you're like, oh, I really hope Nick like learns his lesson. All right, I wish you well. I could use a few lessons. It's a crazy time. Omicron took everything over. Job I was doing, kaput over my my part-time career as a bartender dashed dashed right open everyone i know doing instagram stories <coughs> got covid oh it stinks major covid catchers in canada right now are 20 to 39 years old let's just say 
I don't qualify. How much don't I qualify? You'll never, you'll never know, because I don't have a Wikipedia entry. But yes, I'm I'm out of out of the demographic that gets it the most. But I'm probably in the demographic that gets it the second most. So, not out of the danger zone. Guilty verdicts. Guilty verdicts on Ghislaine Maxwell. She's guilty. So, if you have any belief that she isn't guilty, I'd love to hear your argument. Weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. Happy New Year. How did you spend? How did you spend it? What did you do? I went to bed shortly after midnight. I was like, this year does not count. This is not a New Year's we go buck. We had a tradi- There was a traditional Scottish day, somewhat. You clean up the home. And then you, uh, so that you start the new year with a clean kind of slate. And then there was like steak pie with sausage cooked. Haggis. I don't normally eat this much meat, but I made a special, a special case. And then bed. Did you go buck? I mean, a lot of people are in places where you could technically go buck. And just uh, have the New Year's party of your dreams. Although I saw a lot of cancellations as well. I mean, it was... I feel like I matrix-dodged Omicron. And I am knocking on wood right now. Someone got it right after I saw them. Some... uh, I mean, I was working in a music venue. Did not get it. There were all kinds of people advertising shows. And I'd be in my head and be like, getting that FOMO? Oh, man, maybe maybe I should go to this show. Every single show the next week. Oh, you may have been exposed to the Omicron. Omicron. I know you didn't want to pop open a podcast and just hear someone with a gr- gr- grubby voice say Omicron a bunch of times. But look. I hope it's somehow making you feel calm. Like, look in your heart and admit how calming my voice is no matter what word I say. Okay? Then get back to me. Everybody's talking at me. But they don't hear a word. I don't hear a word they're saying. Unless it's Omicron. I don't know if I've up. I, I definitely was like on my little break from the podcast. I was like, gotta up that professionalism. And now this is the first episode of the year, and I'm not sure I have. <clears throat> How did you spend your New Year? Tell me. You may be thinking, you may ask yourself, what is Nick talking about? Traditional Scottish. This is crazy, but I had to travel. I was in a situation where there was a family thing and I needed to go to it. And it just so happened to be in Scotland. So I was in Scotland for eight days, just last week. Can you believe that? I still can't. I got to go to Glasgow for the first time. Lovely place. Loved it. 
Not the best time of year, apparently, to be in Scotland. Very dreary. Apparently, it's dreary a lot, but I still loved it. Got to go to a lock. Very sad to report that locks are just lakes. Thought they maybe had more going on than being just a lake, but it was amazing. Loch Lomond. Check it out. So I went to Scotland. It doesn't even make sense. Back New Year's morning. I don't even have anything to report about that. I just, I guess I'm conquering a fear of mine. I'm, I'm, I'm conquering two fears because I, I recently put a question to my uh, audience, so to speak, on Twitter about uh, the fears you've most recently conquered. One of them was bartending for me. I feel like I was doing a decent job at bartending before I got interrupted. But I have two that I'm talking about. One of them was this travel. Like, there is no question I was pretty dubious about doing it. And yet, did it, I do it, I did. And I'm here to tell the tale, no COVID. Maybe through just pure luck, but I still don't manage to avoid it for now. Knock, knock. Um, and then on top of that, I was kind of afraid to tell you. Because I just feel like there's so much judgment. And I'm not saying it's undeserved for um, global travel during this time period. But all I can tell you is it was a fairly necessary trip. So I, I definitely thought about it. You know, I wasn't going to uh, participate in, <laughs> I don't even know, like a music festival? I think they're... UK has a lot of music festivals. I'm just trying to think of what sort of... There's no Ibiza equivalent or Cancun equivalent. Like, I wasn't going to Brighton, but I don't think in uh, December anyone is really vacationing in Brighton or um, Dover, any of the beaches in the UK. But I did see a lock, and let me tell you, it, and I saw some ducks. It all just warmed my brain and my heart, and I feel a little warmer, but I also was scared, but now I'm less scared because it happens, and now just sort of putting it out there that I did it, I hope you'll understand, and I hope, as, I don't think there's that much of a need to shame anymore with this COVID stuff, we just need to organize it, right now I'm lost, I mean, look, I, I'm staying in, I'm, I'm not, Canada, or Ontario just shut down a bunch of our indoor dining, all this type of thing. I wouldn't have done it anyway. Things were going bonkers. 20,000 cases a day at one point, or 18,000 in the province. Ain't doing it. But just in terms of what any of this means, if it's mild, what's, what's what, I don't, I don't know. I don't know anymore. You know, All I know is I want to survive financially, and I want to survive physically. And creatively. I mean, that's what this year is all about. I'm even more attached to just, I'm going to freaking do it. I don't care. I'm going to do this podcast. I'm going to get a new computer. It's going to be so fast. It's actually, it's definitely going to be a used computer. And I'm not, I don't have a high budget, but I think it'll be good. And, oh, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm being so boring. I know I'm not. 
though. That's what's weird. I feel one way, but I know I'm, I'm actually not being that way. Life, our brain, my brain's a soup. And I kept saying it, but it's like, I love the lead up to all this Omicron. Every episode I'm doing, I'm talking about, oh, you know, I really think my ADD stuff, I should really get back on it. And it's like, yes, we're hitting the other, another challenge. But something is telling me, my spidey sense, my intuition is saying, March. This will die down by March. And then we can have another four or five months of relative normalcy. And hopefully that continues. And this is the year I creatively thrive. Flanuary. That's what listener Fiona called it. This is Flanuary. Every month is going to be my month. Every month is going to be your month. We are going to triumph together unless you're evil. Then you're going to be sprayed with a hose. So those were the fears I conquered. Traveling to see loved ones. And telling you that I traveled internationally during a time where that is frowned upon. And in some cases, rightfully so. And then you guys responded and you said to me, what fears you had most recently conquered? And enough of you answered that I think it's worth talking about it. Calistoga Dad 54 Be sure you throw him a follow. Very fun Twitter account. That's Goliath927237733. At. So Calistoga Dad 54 says, Level 4 Battletoads was his fear he conquered. I am guessing that's the level where you, you're on like a wakeboard type thing and you have to jump over these uh, barriers. That's a very hard level. If you beat that level in Battletoads, Caldad, congratulations. That's a tough one. Battletoads is definitely fear. I haven't picked up Battletoads for a while. That game Battletoads, a lot of you might not know it, came out for Nintendo, late 80s, early 90s. It's made by Trade West. And oh boy, the magazines just made a big deal about how it was the most graphically advanced Nintendo game you ever saw, and it certainly was. What they didn't really focus on was just how difficult it was, and it was very difficult. So Noel, who is at Long Weekends, also said, was able to pick up a dead rat with a rake and snow shovel, drop it into a bucket, and then take that bucket to the green bin. Noel, Noel, Noel. Ugh, I've been there. I have been there. It stinks, literally. But it is... I've seen all kinds of bad stuff with rats when I was in California. You know? It's like this weird variation of how in New York rats are just everywhere. In California, rats are like everywhere in a garden. And so sometimes in a home as well. I have a lot of friends who've been like, we got rats, it's trouble. You know? Whereas in New York, I think people are just like, we got rats. Regular. This is regular. Um, California... I had a situation where I would my I was living somewhere where there was a pool. Nah, I don't know. And every once in a while, you know, I'd yawn, walk up to the pool in my robe, like Robert Evans, like a film producer in the their heyday, except for the fact that I uh, had nothing going on for me. I would, and that was why I was taking the time to go in front of the pool. Um, and then I'd take a look and I'd be like, oh, dead rat, 
Dead rat in the pool again. Better get get the net, as Wayne said in the movie Wayne World. And then one time, there was this dog at the house I was at. This dog. Ooh. Real character. Not a huge fan of mine, but occasionally was loving. Dash on Pitbull Mix, I believe. Who knows, though? She didn't have papers. Anyway, one time I was in the house and I passed by the dog bed and I said, hmm, little toy there. And I was like, that's not a little toy. It's not little. It's big. And it's definitely a rat. And it's dead. And that was when I had to do my equivalent of what you did, Noel. Picking up a dead rat with a rake and snow shovel. Dropping it into a bucket and taking that bucket to the green bed. Except I did not do as careful and thoughtful a job as you did. Let's, let me put it that way. Let's just say the roof of that house has a rat on it. A rat carcass on it. Just kidding. I feel for you. But good for you. You did it. You know? It's no longer... It's not in your home or wherever it was. I don't know if you just picked up this rat at the beach to be cleaning stuff, but I have a feeling this was on your property. <clears throat> and then one of my uh, fave followers, Otis P. Stink Trigger, a.k.a. Hurt Cull, at Hurt Cull, he said, I am deathly afraid of needles, and now I apparently have to get one every six months for the rest of my life. So I'm more used to them now than I would have been. I don't know if you're referring to uh, COVID or another uh, vaccines or another health issue, but uh, um, either way, I'm sorry. <laughs> but um, I guess this is a weird way of you getting used to needles, and uh, that's not a bad thing, really. You know, I I'm okay with needles for some reason. I don't like that. I feel. When the blood's being taken, I feel like my energy is being drained a bit, and it's a strange feeling. I don't, and watching those um, trigger warning uh, tubes fill with blood is always a little strange. And then wondering what germs might be in your blood, that's a weird feeling too. The only time I've feared needles has been any time a needle has gotten anywhere near my mouth. I don't want or like that, although it's been a very long time. But way to conquer your fear, Kurt. Hurt. Uh, it's, uh, it's not great. It was forced on you, but a lot of time that is how we conquer fears. They're forced on us. Julianne Wildy, shout out to you. You responded, hiring an accountant and showing them all my weird choices. I like to think that these are two different <laughs> things, you know, like you hired an accountant and outside of financial decisions, you just showed them weird choices you made. Like, look at this wallpaper. That's weird, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, financial uh, disclosure is pretty embarrassing. Like, someone's like, I remember I, I did my uh, taxes, and they were like, wow, you streaming services. This is a lot of streaming services you're claiming. And I'm like, it was a pandemic lockdown, and I was doing research. Yeah, it's not fun, is it? They'll be like, what is this expense you claimed at the spa? And you'll be like, well, I was, uh, I'm uh, collaborating with a spa attendant on a script. And we had a meeting. People don't believe it. 
But accountants are good people. In fact, I'm watching an episode 90210, episode of Beverly Hills 90210. We're starting season seven now. And Valerie, played by Tiffany Amber Theason, Theason, is, I think she's like dating an accountant. She's dating her accountant. So there's a conflict of interest. And it's also, in this case, no shade on accountants in general. But in this case, this guy is yucky. And he, she's way out of his league. Meanwhile, Tori Spelling's character, Donna, is dating one of the cuter boys on the show, Mr. Brian Austin. Everything's nuts about this show. And let me tell you, I'm keeping going. I thought, I thought I'd be out by season seven. Because when I first was watching 90210 growing up, I was very intermittent about the show after season five. But I'm still into it in all its shoddy glory. So congratulations on hiring an accountant, Julianne. That's a big deal. You're going to save a lot of money and or owe much less than you would have. Shout out to anyone tackling their taxes this year. Taxling their taxes. That is not easy. You're a hero. And I shout you out. And then Blauhaus, Thomas Gaspa, had a simple fear they conquered by responding to me. They said, commenting on someone's tweet. And I believe this may have been like irony laden. But I, I know there was probably some truth to it, too. You know, he was commenting on my tweet, so fear was being conquered just by doing this. Uh, oh, I, I commented on someone's tweet today, a comedian I, I sort of know and who I thought I could, like, riff. Matt's a fear. You do that, and then nobody, there's no acknowledgement. Last I checked, that was what happened with that tweet. And so I conquered a fear, but I am going to have that fear reinforced after he doesn't respond or acknowledge it. That's kind of how it works on Twitter. Especially someone who like knows some of the people I'll I'll respond to. When they don't when they don't bless me with uh, acknowledgement, it hurts. It hurts bad. It hurts worse than gout, shingles and eczema all at the same time. But it's easier to cure. Because if someone compliments you, you forget all about the bad times. So if you want to compliment me, if you want to send some New Year's wishes, tell me what you plan on doing in the New Year, um, how you're going to get through it, how you're feeling, questions, anything you want. Just write weeklypodcast at gmail.com, W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast at gmail.com. I have a very inactive... um, kind of incentive program with my Kofi and Patreon, but I'm really hoping I can change that this year. If you do want to throw me a buck just for the, you know, weekly or more episodes I am doing of this podcast, uh, ko-fi.com slash Nick Flanagan. And I really wish you the best year, and I'm glad we all got through 2021. And uh, have a great time for the rest of the day. Flanagan. Weekly. Oh, man.